I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. And a little Daft Punk there for you. We're going to be around until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. I wanted to tell you quickly about a story because I saw it a few times in my travels uh, supporting our client base. Uh, we were, I was meeting with a couple of new clients, and they told me about uh, some broadband offers they were getting. And I heard it once. I didn't believe it. And now I heard it again, and I just want you guys to be aware of it. So this company happens to be near proximity to ESPN, and they happen to have a whopping 18 megabit cable internet service for $95. I won't tell you who the cable provider is. 18 megabits. Then the same cable company calls them up and says, hey, company, we have a new offer. We have fiber in the area. And we can get you 20 megabits for $500. Isn't that a great deal? I mean, and they said it with a straight face. You should see the email. He sent me the email. This is highway robbery, people. (laughs) The fact that this poor company, as it is, is on a cable, quote-unquote, broadband internet connection at 18 megabits for $95 is an utter ripoff. To then have them tell him you can get to 20 for 500 if you use the amazing technology of fiber is disgusting. So, of course, I let this person, this company know, hey, you can just call them up and say, hey, can you just turn my cable service up from 18 to 50, please? And they should charge you the same 95 bucks. Um, so he's getting – I only bring this up because I heard it at another site as well. So what's happening is somebody thinks the word fiber means pay me now. It doesn't have anything to do with reality. So – I really want you guys to understand, you, you still, you, people don't seem to understand, broadband, bandwidth, is what you need to take care of. And 65 megabits to 100 megabits should be what you're, you're getting when you're on cable services like that. Uh, and so you, if you're at 18, just call them up and say, hey, guys, why are you ripping me off? Increase my broadband, please. And then laugh at them. Yeah. I just ran a speed test for ha-has yeah. on my cellular network. Right. I got 55 megs. Yeah, this is a company running at 18. <laughs> okay. I can't, I can't, you can't make it up. And then, again, how do, they, how do the cable company go to them in the straight face well, and say, buy 20 for 500? That salesperson has no soul. No. Theoretically, they could be sued for false advertising because the legal definition of broadband is 25 megabits. So if they're selling 18, they can't call it broadband. <laughs> Good point, and Bob. that's by the FCC. <laughs> no, they got no teeth. Uh, but I just want you guys to be aware that I've seen this a couple times now. So if some fiber salesman comes to you and says, we can get you 20 for 500, I've got another bridge to sell you. 
I, I, and what they're doing, what these companies are doing, are really preying on your ignorance um, of how the internet works. <laughs> and uh, and these are smart folks at this company. They're, these are not. These guys know what they're doing. They're doing some high tech stuff at this company. At this company, and, you know, they're just being taken advantage of. And they, of course, they weren't going to go for that deal because five hundred bucks for two megs more. <laughs> it's kind of stupid. The point is, though, they don't really know what eighteen megs means. They don't really know what twenty megs means, and that's what I'm hearing from even uh, some of these customers that I'm meeting. They don't know what it means to have eighteen megabits. So, just to put it in perspective for those of you who are listening, assume everything's based on a highway, eighty-four. All right, eighty-four on the uh, viaduct. How many lines? Yeah, how many? How many lanes you got there? Four. So that's that's a hundred megabit highway, let's say, okay. So eighteen megabits is basically the little breakdown lane or the shoulder of the highway. That's eighteen megabits. You want four lanes. You want at least a hundred megabits. Or fiber can get you up to a gigabit speed. That could be a thousand lanes, right? Now, if you only have four cars driving on the highway, you don't need a thousand lanes. So don't buy more megabits than you need. But eighteen megabits, you can barely get your ten speed down along that. Okay. So, I would say that's the walking path next yeah. to the highway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in Connecticut, there's so many potholes, it's the same thing. But uh, the, <laughs> the point is, guys, come on. You don't let these people take advantage of you. I, I can't believe they're going to market like this. And if they're going to market like this, my point is they're actually knowing they could take advantage of you because they know that you're ignorant to what they're selling you, um, which is disgusting. So if I can help you understand this more and more, Figure you should be paying a buck a megabit, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well, maybe know, that'll help. I can sell you a bicycle for ninety nine bucks, yeah. or I can sell you a Cadillac for five hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's depth actually is different. I'll take it. I mean, a Cadillac for five hundred is a good deal. Yeah, but the Cadillac only has two wheels. Oh, okay. Now you're messing with your analogy. So I just want you guys to know that I saw that a couple of places, and I figured I'd bring it up um, just to kind of give you guys a heads up that people are really still taking advantage of the ignorance of how the internets work. Let's go to your calls. You're going to go to John on his cell phone. Hey, John. John, you there? Uh-oh, I think John fell asleep. <laughs> John going once. John going twice. We'll put John on hold. I feel bad. Let's go on to Diane and Holyoke next. What's going on, Diane? Hi, this Hi. is Diana Abbott. I'm calling. Uh, my husband probably can't pick you up. He's the one who called you uh, from his car and uh, or didn't uh, or got your phone number and called me and told me call this number because this guy is great. Oh, I okay. listen to him every morning and <laughs> and uh, he'll, he may be able to answer your questions. So well, here let's try. I am. All right, what's going on? Well, my question is. I have a, um, uh, Hewlett Packard tower with a, with a Samsung screen uh, for my computer, mm -hmm. and it's probably six years old. I have a new, uh, fax, copier, and printer, three-way, uh, 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 Epson, and, uh, it was fine. It was printing everything I printed. It was fine, a big printing, and, uh, clear and wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, all of a sudden, this uh, my my Epson started printing so small, I, I can't read it. I just can't read it. Hmm. And I so I called Epson and I said, "What's going on? I can't understand. Did yeah. I do something wrong? I mean, I'm not 
I'm not illiterate, but I know a little, but I'm not the smartest when it comes to troubleshooting. So uh, they they brought me through this big, long, uh, oh, dear, I was on from 2 to 7 p.m. Oh, you're never going to get those hours back. It was incredible. Oh, my goodness. I, I got off, and I, I, I couldn't stand it. Uh, they, I have all kinds of, uh, they, they had me check for my password, my Wi-Fi password, my security type, and all this. And what? they went through my whole uh, computer what? Uh, and everything. And they can't find why I can't print big. And they never gave me an answer. After they, all those hours? For all those hours. How much did they charge then, you? Well, and then they said to me, um, uh, Diana, do you have security? I said, of course I have computer security. I have Viper. Mm-hmm. And I swear by Viper. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And they said, that's what's blocking it. You call them, and they're going <laughs> to give you the answer. Thank you for calling. <laughs> oh, <Goodbye."> my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So... I was left in the air. Okay. Well, 7 o'clock at night. I called Viper. They answered, and they checked everything. I don't care. They are great. Mm-hmm. And they said they just wanted to get rid of you. Yeah. And they gave you to me. So he okay. checked everything. He says, we're not responsible for the lettering on your Epson printer right. being small. We're not blocking it. No. Believe me. I just checked. We agree. So I said, well, what will I do? He says to me, all I can tell you is Viper isn't doing it. So right. I got off. I never got an answer. So, right. so you're still I'm printing small. Answer. Pardon? You're still printing small. I'm still printing small. All right. And I have tried everything. Diane, so when you're printing, what, what apps are you using to print? Are you printing in Word? Uh, well, to tell you the truth, I, 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 I've tried everything. I've tried printing something online. I, like, for instance, I, I uh, double-click on Google, yeah. and I uh, type in uh, prayer of faith. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but so that, I want so, a prayer. So uh, online printing is small. If you print in online Word. Online printing is small. Can you print in Word, or do you have any kind of office document type of printing you can do? I, I, don't ha- I never did any of that. Ah, so I it's only in your browser. You're, you're only printing off the Internet, correct? internet but i'm also printing i i have uh icons on my screen Mm -hmm. and i i clicked on an icon uh willful prayer i'll never Mm -hmm. forget it i printed that it came out beautifully still so that works on an icon yeah i can print what's on the icon so right now anything on your computer prints normally except for when you're browsing when you're using the internet Anything on on my icon on top of my screen, and it's good. But okay. don't I can't go into the internet. Okay, so now we know where the problem is. It is not your printer. Okay, I I didn't think it was, but I don't know. That's okay. Nobody's judging you. So oh, wow. So it's not your printer. It's something okay. in your browser setting that you have changed because you've chosen a tiny font. Um, are you using Mozilla Firefox? No, no, I used to years ago, but uh, that wasn't it wasn't good. That's it okay. It turned out good for me. So it's I'm Diane, that's fine. That's okay. Yeah, I'm with Comcast now. Comcast is your internet Gmail. provider. That's okay. Gmail. That's okay. That's your internet provider. When you go in, in when you go surf the internet, are you using the little beach ball, which is Chrome? Are you using the little using the beach ball? The beach ball. beach ball. All right. I want you to go to the beach ball and then I want you to browse to Firefox, Mozilla Firefox and download that browser. 
I'm writing it down. All Go right. To Mozilla. Firefox. Firefox. And download. Firefox. It's a beautiful new fast browser. I'm only having you do this because I bet okay. you if you try printing within Firefox, the problem will work. You'll go okay. away. You're not going to have this issue. I blame the beach ball. Okay. I can I can go find somewhere in uh, Chrome settings as to how to mess with your fonts. I can do that for you, too, and we're going to do that for you. But in order to get your problem solved first, to prove it, you're going to go use a different browser and print with it. So we're going to go to a break. If you have time to do it, do it now. Do you have time to do I it am. now? I'm doing it All right. Week. We'll put you on hold. Firefox.com? Nope. Mozilla. (laughs) We'll put a link. Diane, we'll put a link for you on computertalkwithtab.com so you can find it. So go to our site. Go to then. Go to to Mozilla. And then we'll talk. All right? I'm going to put you on hold. Okay. All right. We'll try to help Diane in a second here. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. (laughs) Jolly Parton for you. For you Republicans out there, <laughs> according to the data mining article we talked about earlier, <laughs> uh, we were on with Diane, who spent seven hours on the phone with Epson for whatever reason. Um, so, Diane, we're back here, and we're going to put a link up as, as well for you to adjust the scaling on your Beach Ball browser called Chrome. Uh, so, again, we're going to put a link for Firefox. You can download that. We're going to put now, a link. I'm on, do you want me to go on the, the big beach ball, uh, that's a Google beach ball, or the small beach ball, that's from my Gmail? It'd be the big beach ball, but it doesn't really matter, Diane. We're going to put the actual instructions. That, we found some fairly simple instructions for you to follow. We think, at least I think, what's happened here is that you have your scale setting incorrectly and when you do any prints out of the big beach ball, um, you can go to the more settings and change that scale. I think you somehow inadvertently probably scrolled something down with your finger and it, and it reduced the scale, and that's why it shrunk on you. I suspect okay. the Epson folks were probably overseas, right? Oh, what's that? Were the Epson folks, did, did they have a, a Texas twang? Oh, they were or, Asian. They were yeah. Asian. So that's yeah. the problem. So they, they're following kind of a menu. They're saying yeah. if, then, if, then, if, then, start to top. If, then, if then, if, then, start the top. And they'll do that for seven hours because they're not going to think out of the box because all they know is if, then, if, then. Yes. Um, so you found yourself in a endless loop speaking with overseas tech support, which is where everything's going. Um, but uh, in this case, we're going to have you look at the browser, which is what you're using to print. And well, most- let me tell you, for someone who has to call things beach ball, that was a hard thing to do for seven hours. Let me tell you, it <laughs> tested me. <laughs> I'm sure it did. So we'll put a link up here for you, Diane. Go look at the, the, the note we're going to put out here as far as how to change your printing um, when you print from your webpage. It'll be right on computertalkwithtab.com. And if you follow those instructions and increase your scale, from the um, printing area, I bet you're going to solve your issue. Or you can Follow try a different browser. and increase my scale. Yes, you're going to have a printing scale setting under the more settings of your browser, of your Beachball yep. browser, and most likely you've, you've reduced it, and that's why it's printing so small. Okay, because I'm on a desktop, and it, it, it's easier. You don't slip a, a, a laptop. You, you Oh, it's so touchy. I know. This isn't touchy. Well, but, uh, something happened. Yeah, something happened. Yeah. So but if you, I'm, on, I'm on your site, so I don't need to stay on your site other than listen to the rest of your wonderful station. You go on the site and look for the link for you and follow that instruction. That's what you got to do. It'll be in my email. Not in your email. It'll be on our site in the live links on area. On your site. Yep. Oh, you're you're going to okay. see a link describing this issue, and uh, you'll link on it and say, oh, this link was meant for me. Well, 
you know what? I don't even know how to find a link on your site. I'm on your site. It says Computer Talk tab. Yeah, and look below. the recent post. There we go. You're in the right spot, Diane. That link will show up in a matter of minutes. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You are a sweetheart. God bless you, and have a good day. <laughs> you too. Good luck. Okay, thank All right. you. All right, bye-bye. Uh, hopefully we've solved her issue in seven hours, man. Uh, over, overseas tech support. I mean, I'm sorry. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. And they're happy to spend seven hours on the phone. they got nothing else to do. Um, rest of us over here in America got something to do. Um, as, the, as the line goes in the song, get a girlfriend and things to get done. Well, I don't have a girlfriend. It's my wife. <laughs> to say, the point is. Same thing. Yeah. Let's go to Mark in Bristol. Mark, what's up? Hi, Bob. Hey, Bob's here too. Yep. Great show. Thanks. Uh, I have a quick Windows uh, 10 activation question for you. Go for it, Bob. Had an older uh, Dell Latitude D830 dual-core T7500 processor. Love the machine. Has a 16 by 10 screen. Um, I had Windows 10 and an SSD installed, and it ran fine. Nice. Uh, eventually, it failed, or the machine started to fail. Mm-hmm. So I bought an identical machine and decided to just swap the hard drives. Okay. And I, I knew it would kind of work, but I knew it wouldn't be that easy. Yeah, Microsoft detects the fact that you put it in a different chassis. Exactly. And they want or their thought money. There was, thought there was a hardware upgrade or something or failure. Correct. But my problem is I can... I have the COA and the activation key, but when I go to use it, Microsoft has no record that I installed Windows 10 because a computer store did it for me. That's okay. You're going to have to call them. Microsoft or the computer store? Microsoft. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, you got to call Microsoft, uh, and they're going to ask you to fax a, uh, you could a, take a photo of it with your uh, either fax or text a photo of the COA that's on your computer. Okay. And then they'll allow it to activate. And then they'll reset that key. Oh wow! Yeah. Because I they I went to the activation in setup and right. they sent me to the troubleshooter yep. and it wanted me to create a Microsoft account which mm-hmm. I did. Yep. And then it saw my machine, it saw the hardware and everything, but it said, you don't, we don't have any record of you, basically. It didn't say it this way, but right. we don't have any record of you buying Windows 10. For that, for that config, they've okay. noticed that the guts are different. And they're saying, okay. hey, Mark must be copying this software. I'm not going to let him do it. So okay. you've got to go prove it, Mark, that you've, you've killed the old machine and you've got a new one, and it's not a copy you're making. Right, right. And then so you, if I, I'm sorry. you got to do it with Microsoft. Okay, I was going to say, if I brought it to the computer, little computer repair shop that actually put the uh, OS on there and put the SSD in. They'll charge you whatever their rate is to call Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And lastly, I know Microsoft is so huge. How do you get through to them? Can you get through to a person within your lifetime? Yeah. Yeah, the number, you should be able to have the number. We can we can find the number and put a link up there for you. Okay, excellent. All right, Mark? Do you have time for one quick 30 second? Second No, we're coming to a hard break here at the bottom of the hour, and they they don't let me do that. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for your help. You got it, Mark. Okay, bye. All right, bye-bye. All right, we'll be right back. And we are back. (laughs) Like I said, we promised to run Dolly Parton, Daft Punk, and Yanni, just to make everybody all fired up, whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. According to the data mining that was out there, this great Politico ad, 
talked about what our governor had, had done to data mine. And uh, Dan Malloy actually went after folks who were interested in recycled toilet paper, um, were Catholics that were uh, purchasing inspirational books. He was also interested in retirees who uh, went on cruises and went to casinos. And, of course, then he targeted his marketing to them so that we would be stuck with him for another four years. Let's go Let's go on to Bernie in Broadbrook. Hey, Bernie. Hi, how you doing? What can I do for you? Um, I'm trying to get my wife's computer um, working. It's having an issue, I believe, with the keyboard driver. Okay. Um, it's using Windows 10. I'm not that comfortable or familiar with Windows 10. All right. Um, but I do know a little basic troubleshooting. I went in, I tried uninstalling the driver, reinstalling the driver with the keyboard plugged in uh, without it. The keyboard unplugged. It's a USB keyboard rebooting. Okay. It didn't seem to do it. it it says it's got the up-to-date driver, but it is showing uh, Windows cannot load a device driver for this hardware. The driver may be corrupted or missing code 39. Okay. What do you think, Bob? I think if you go into the device man- manager, device mangler is what I call it, but <laughs> we won't go there. The device manager. <laughs> the device mm-hmm. manager, and expand it out and get down to your mouse and keyboard, and... Right-click on your keyboard and choose uninstall. Yeah, I've tried that a couple times. Okay. Is this keyboard was one that worked? It does work because I plugged it in my computer and it works, and I've even tried a different keyboard um, attached to the computer, and it it doesn't work on this computer, but the the keyboard worked on my computer. Do you Um, have a, a different keyboard that you can plug in? Yeah, yeah, I tried the keyboard from my that I know works on my computer, and it, it, it I did the same process: it, uninstall, reinstall, reboot, and it still didn't work. How about a different USB port? Yep, I've tried that too. Hmm. And I went to I went into System Restore, and this has been doing this for two weeks. I was able to get the on-screen keyboard, so she can type a little bit, which is kind of a little slow. But <laughs> with a touch screen. No, it's not a touch screen, but with, you can use or the, the mouse. mouse. You can use the mouse. The mouse does work. Um, this is weird. The system, yeah, the system restore. The only restore point is last Saturday, and it wasn't. It wasn't. This, last Saturday was a week that it hadn't been working, so uh, I don't have a restore, a good restore point, point to go back to. One of the things I I'd recommend that you do is go into your restore point and change the settings and increase the size. It's probably set to like one percent. And bump that up to 10% so that you have more restore points going forward. But if uh, two, you different, two different USB keyboards, you plug them in and they don't work, mm-hmm. um, the only thing, there's something, uh, some system file is corrupt. So you might try SFC in a, yeah, in a command prompt. Yeah. It's a system yeah, file I- checker. I did try that. It's something that one of the computer guys that she works with recommended, and that didn't seem to help either. Okay. Huh. Then the only other thing I can think of that might help you, besides wiping and reloading. Ugh. Let's not do that. How old is this machine, Bernie? How old is the computer? Um, it's, well, it's a few years old. I built it, actually. Um, okay. Six or maybe five or six years ago, but I think we've upgraded the the keyboard, uh, the, uh, the motherboard at one point. Okay. Um, so it's getting up there past six years old. But I'm going to let Bob tell you what else he thinks you can do. But go I, ahead. One thing you might try is you might try a wireless keyboard that uses a different driver. 
that right. you can install. You know, you're going to end up communicating wirelessly like a Bluetooth little dongle right. on your a dongle, USB. But the mm-hmm. point is, is it's not going to use a standard Windows driver. It'll right. have something new. If that doesn't work, no, that there's should... something more serious wrong. Yeah, and if that do- yeah. exactly, and then you should punt Bernie and get your wife a new machine if you care about her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, that's the downfall about building one, too, is, you know, you can't really call uh, support. Bought, you know, the, the actual company for tech support either. So well, after I'm, six years, they wouldn't even care. Tech support. <laughs> yeah, but after six years, they wouldn't even care anyways. Yeah, but um, this is, I mean, this was a, a gaming machine. It's got yeah. i7, and oh, yeah. it, it still runs great, and she plays online games and games with it, and it has no problem processing anything. So. Does, yeah, try the, try the wireless approach. That's a different Does type of interface. Does it have a PS2 uh, uh, keyboard uh, connector in the back? Nope. Oh, okay. okay. Then you can't yeah, use that. No, it's, yeah. Yeah, I tried that. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of, and that didn't work either. There's no... There's no, no PS2. PS2. So yeah. try try wireless. I mean, that would be a different type of uh, driver, and if that doesn't work, she deserves a new machine. Mother's about, Day is coming. Yeah, I see the reset in there. Like I said, I'm not that the, familiar with the Windows reset. 10. I still have. Um, oh, you want to default 10. it? You want to default it back to factory? Is that what you're saying? No, but there was like a reinstall where it says, you know, keep your current files and reinstall the system file. Oh yeah, that's a wipe and a reload kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's called over the top. Yeah. You could try that, but, it, you know, it's a lot of work versus well, just getting a wireless keyboard. Yeah. But you could always return it if it doesn't work. And then you're going to have to go that route. But then you ask yourself, it's a six- or seven-year-old computer. Guess what? Something else is going to fail sooner than later. Mm. Um, but, you you know, just a, a wireless keyboard is, what, 25 30 bucks. Yeah. That's probably a quick way to solve this issue rather than trying to bang your head and figure out why the specific driver is not functioning on this machine uh you've tried everything you've tried everything within normal practice so Mm. don't kill yourself going too far and it says and that's even cheaper than bringing it to a computer store just to have them do a diagnostic Uh, yeah all they're going to do is they're going to try everything you already did and and have the same result the cost of the keyboard yeah you have the same result and then they might try they might think of what we just talked about or maybe they won't and they'll try to sell you a computer <laughs> because you're going to say, "Hey, Bernie, this thing's pretty old. Do you want us to continue? We already we're already 200 bucks in." Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's what you should consider, bud. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks for your help. All right, Bernie. Good luck. Yep. Bye bye. So that can get really frustrating, right? Because the machine works perfectly. Aside from that, it's so frustrating. Let's move on to Mark in West Hartford. Hey, Mark, what's up? Hey, fellas, how you doing? Good, how are you? So here's the thing. Um, currently, uh, I, I don't have, uh, well, I have cable, but I have a cheap cable package that doesn't have uh, any, really any sports on it at all. Uh-huh. So I'm looking into uh, acquiring a VPN mm-hmm. and uh, subscribing to a major sports league streaming service. Why would you want a VPN for it? Well, because the major uh, sports, I don't want to really say what it is, but it's a sports, obviously a sports network that streams games. They don't allow you to stream local games. There's a blackout. Oh, so you want to circumvent that. The way to get around it is, you supposedly, is to have a VPN and you can access the feed from any other part of the country. Yeah. And my question is, does it work? And is there a a defense against this? I would assume that these streaming networks would have some type of defense, or maybe they're just thinking, hey, 
there's such a small percentage of people doing it, we're not even going to worry about it. What do you think? <laughs> so I would tell you that they, 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 they probably do have some level of defense, but from what I can tell, everybody, if you're in college, is doing is getting access to this stuff for free in the similar ways. Uh, that's why all these students are all fighting for net neutrality. Um, so it's not going to harm you to try it. You're paying for the network, correct? Right. Yeah, you'd have to pay. Actually, you'd have to pay for the VPN, and you'd pay for the streaming service. So, but it would be so much cheaper, basically, for the entire season. The VPN and the and the streaming service would cost me about a hundred and maybe a hundred dollars for yeah. the season. Whereas, obviously, the to subscribe cable would cost me way more than that. So the question is, though, are these are even though these are charges, they're, they're charging you for these services? Is this a legit service? Well, you're talking about the VPN, VPN, and the source of the of the broadcast, because a lot oh, of yeah, people. Yeah, it's definitely a legit. Yes, absolutely, 100 percent legit. I mean, I don't want to say the sport, but that's it, fine. It, it's a de- definitely a legit network that that offers a service. They just don't offer the local games are blacked out. Right. It's completely 100% legitimate. And n- normally, though, networks make you log in under your cable provider connection. No, this one would not would not be the same as that. That's, this okay. is a service that people essentially who don't have cable would would use. It's, oh, okay. It's something you can get right on your laptop or yeah. essentially your laptop or your desktop. All right, fine. So, yeah, uh, you can even find VPN services that'll, that are free. Right, right. And and then you just make your connection, and then you try to stream it. Um, the VPN could impede your performance a bit because a VPN is encrypted. It could affect your performance of the stream. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, if that's the case and everything's legit, um, they may or may not care that much. They still want your money. Um, and right. they could be – getting the subscription, true. Yeah, and they could be trying to circumvent the fact that, you know, if it's baseball, the Red Sox haven't sold out and they're going to black it out or whatever, however it works. Yeah, well, the way it works is if you're within like 110 miles of the team, something like that, you get the blackout regardless of whether it's sold out or not. Wow, I thought I thought Blumenthal fixed that with with football. I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> I don't, yeah, maybe maybe so. Well, if it's all if it's all legit, Mark, and you want to try it, go ahead. You know, why not use the technology and um, yeah, get I, what you I want from the service? Yeah, because I, I I definitely am going to try it. I just wanted to know if. I didn't want to waste my time and realize that there was the, these the, the the streaming service already had a fix for it, and it, and it well, was. Well, you should you should do a Google search on that those two combinations, the streaming service you're talking about and VPN, to see if it does work. That's the only way to yeah. find out if somebody else has tried it. Yeah, I, I have, and the the thing is, I can't get anything after like 2016. I, and for like a YouTube, there's tons of stuff on YouTube, but yeah. The latest uh, poster from like 2016, but I'll, I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah, good luck. All right, man. Thanks a lot. You got it. Bye. All right, bye bye. Yeah, more and more. I mean, the the idea of net neutrality is to tell the cable companies and these providers to allow this type of stuff. For, you know, you can't stop it. The, the cable providers and such want to say, look, I want to stop this from happening. I want to control my network. Hard to do with the VPN uh, because you're you're completely encrypted, going from point A to point B. But we'll see what he, we'll see how he how he does. We're going to step out for a quick break. We got uh, three lines open and uh, Jack in the line in Mansfield. Hang on, we'll be right back. For all you Republican voters out there, a little Yanni, according to the data mining, according to the data. Be careful; they'll target you if you're playing this tune. <laughs> ah, yes. 
We're gonna we're back. We're gonna be here till eleven o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be in with healthy rounds, giving you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. Let's go to Jack and Mansfield next. Hey, Jack. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. I have a question for you. All right. Um, there was an update that came out back in, uh, I think it was October last year, the Windows 10 upgrade. Yeah, that fall uh, update. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that screwed up my start menu. And I've tried all everything but creating it. Well, I did. I do have another profile, and it seems to work, but mm-hmm. the, mine, the main one doesn't work. And uh, I can never pull anything up. So I uh, was wondering if there's any simpler task i did the sfc scan now and a few others but uh without having to reset the computer or uh, whatever i i'm not sure i want to go down that road so it's so only only one pro- only one profile is affected yeah i mean you could always delete that profile and just start over with that profile yeah. um if it's if it's yeah, the problem is it might be a little more complicated i was just wondering if there was a simpler way of getting it back without doing that but uh it was think, just Paul? a long shot well yeah, there might the easiest way I think it might be to log in as a different administrator account, okay, mm-hmm. and go over under uh, C users and rename the uh, user account that you're having a problem with, like uh, oh, okay. whatever the username is, uh, make it right. underscore old or something like that. Then log back in as that user, and it'll recreate that profile. Oh. And yeah. Then if you you're have right. If you have stuff in the in the old profile that you need, you can copy it back in. Okay, I remember that. Now it's been so many years, I forgot. Mm, that's okay. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that uh, may fix my problem. I'm pretty sure it will. I remember doing that a few times when I worked in an IT office somewhere. All right. Great. <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I forgot. I was pulling my hair out. That's okay. All right. All right, Jack. Well, thank you very much. Our pleasure. Very good. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. So... One other news article I want to bring up before we uh, have to leave for the morning. The city of Atlanta was recently hit with a ransomware attack. They were hit with ransomware that's two years old. (laughs) And uh, the city of Atlanta is working diligently to try to get their systems back up. This happened, I guess, Thursday. And uh, the city of Atlanta uh, employee sent a screenshot of the uh, of the ransomware, where they said, "Look, you want to unlock your your computer? Give us six thousand eight hundred dollars for each computer, or fifty one grand." I think they're paying in Bitcoin, so it's kind of like Doctor Evil, fifty one grand versus one million dollars. Uh, but it comes back to the whole fact that this is a two year old malware that they were hit with. So, guys. This is very preventable. I know here in the state of Connecticut, we were hit twice recently, and we've got that security czar. I don't know what he's doing over there. Um, but uh, we got hit twice here, and they're actually sending, putting out all sorts of material from the state of Connecticut as to how you should not be hit, but they're being hit. Um, here in Atlanta, same thing. Here's what you got to do. Keep your people off the Internet. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, you got to update service packs. I mean, you shouldn't be hit with two-year-old malware. Um, make sure you've got a good web filter in place uh, so your people can't go to inappropriate websites that are going to deliver malware to your computers in the first place. Make sure you've got a good web uh, email filter in place so that they can't open attachments. The attachments are scrubbed right out of there. Links are scrubbed right out of there. Um, and, of course, you got to explain to your, your people that 
if you find a USB stick in the bathroom, don't pick it up and stick it in the, in the computer. You don't know where it's been. Um, there are surveys that have been out there uh, recently that talk about just how easy it is to uh, get on people's networks because literally the bad guys are simply loading software on USB sticks and just leaving them around. And we humans are curious. And we literally take that stick, don't know where it's been, and we jam it into our computer and run what's on it. And uh, who knows what the heck is going to be loaded on your system. If you're that curious, plug it into a computer you don't care about. (laughs) This is a government system, so (laughs) I don't know. I would tend to don't care about them. Uh, So there's a lot of things you can do to prevent this type of thing from happening. And now, of course, the poor city of Atlanta is going to have to either pay a $51,000 ransom or if they have a good backup, which they hopefully they do, they're going to have to wipe and reload those encrypted systems. No data has left the city of Atlanta, as far as we know. It's just been locked, encrypted. And uh, so now they either have to wipe and reload or So was the backup the service included in their fiscal budget last year? I'm sure the backup, I'm sure they have a backup. <laughs> but the process of restoring all sorts of, of, of systems is, is uh, time-consuming. So we'll put a link up here for you. You can take a look at it. And uh, you can see, again, how, how this occurs. They've got... They've got all sorts of folks in, uh, involved. They said the payroll system was not affected. Of course, we'll be able to pay those state workers right away. Oh, sorry, go, yeah, city of Atlanta workers right away. But uh, Microsoft, Cisco, the FBI, DHS, they're all involved trying to figure out just how a two-year-old malware got on the system. Um, and again, phishing schemes are easily – they'll easily trick your people into clicking on things. I recently got a, a, an email from a bank trying to inc- improve – Security. This is a bank, and they and they have this this service. They're trying to educate everybody onto how to protect themselves. And within this survey, you're supposed to take a quiz. And it said, if you have a little green lock on your browser, you're safe. Your stuff is encrypted and safe when you transmit it. And I responded right to the bank and said, Hey guys, you know the bad guys are paying for those SSL certs to you now. They can make your bank look just like the same bank. A little spelling change, and it'll have a little green lock. They're like, oh yeah, you're right, Eric. You're right about that. Why you you got you got to be up to speed here, guys. These bad guys are tricking us all the time. So if you want to be safe on the internet, do what President Jimmy Carter did and use paper and pencil. <laughs> I want to thank you all for joining us on this Saturday. Uh, everything is posted live at computertalkwithtab.com. See you next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.